Hello and welcome back everyone to Sneaker Impact News. I'm your host, Brian the Botanist, and today I have a special interview with Frankie Ruiz. For those who do not know Frankie and living in South Florida and Miami, you'd have to not be a runner to not know him. Frankie is the founder of the Miami Marathon, the chief running officer at Lifetime, chief wellness officer for City of Miami, Nike running coach, and the creator leader of the Brickle, South Beach, and all the great run clubs we have around Miami. I've known Frankie for many years and run many of his races, so to have the opportunity to interview him today is a true honor. Frankie, how are you? Welcome. Thank you, Brian. I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? Doing great. It's Friday, and we're two weeks away from the Miami Marathon, so we're excited to have your That's right. time. That's right. The Miami Marathon and Half Marathon, Tropical 5K, the Expo, I heard the entire weekend sold out. Tell us, with two weeks to go and the race on Sunday, January 28th, tell us a little about the event how many years you've been doing it, how many countries and runners are involved, and how it positively impacts the city of Miami. Yeah, it's been 20, 22 long years doing the Miami Marathon. I've been involved since the inception. Company was acquired about 10 years ago by Lifetime, and now Lifetime owns and, and operates the race. I have a, let's call it a, a spiritual hand in it, but yeah, I'm you're still it's, out there. I, I guess my face is associated with all things a race because I can't go to, to the supermarket without somebody mm-hmm. asking me about either getting into the race or a question about transferring or something of that sort. So um, I may not be in deep in the trenches anymore, but I guess my spirit lives on. Awesome. Yeah, we see you out there every year, even taking apart the barricades and doing whatever it takes to help the event and at the expo, helping everyone and shaking hands and smiling, taking photos. Tell us about the Expo. And for those that don't know, Sneaker Impact will be an exhibitor there for the third year in a row. So bring your shoes if you want to recycle them with us. So yeah, Frankie, tell us a little bit about the Expo. Yeah, the the Health and Fitness Expo has been something we, we, to say, kicks off the weekend. And it's at at the Miami Beach Convention Center. Runs all day Friday, all day Saturday. All the details and parking and all that good stuff, I'm sure, is on the website. But the Expo is a place where you go and check out the latest and greatest shoes usually on sale and some great deals are picked up. I know that the event or the expo rather has one of the higher per runner sales of, of any of the major marathons out there. And I think it's a testament to the fact that so many visitors are coming. A lot of these things are not available where they're at. It's the beginning of the year. So there's a bunch of reasons why I think you'd want to be at, at the expo. And then yeah, definitely one of the main reasons I would say you go by is to see Sneaker Impact. Make sure you, you look them up and, and support them with your old shoes, basically. Your old the running sneakers, throw them in the boxes that Brian's got behind him. Yep. I'll be there with the team. We're at booth 929, I believe, which is back by the Chicago Half Marathons booth. We're back in the very back of the building where you get your packets. If you walk through the hall, you can find us to the right in the back right. But we'll, we'll be making a lot of friends there, and we're going to have our big collection clear box. People love taking a photo in front of it. We're going to have free t-shirts. We're going to be taking photos and just giving out. Yeah, I love your red. And then we'll have our compostable bags. So, yeah, we're going to be there for the, the whole weekend, but especially the expo. Bring your shoes, guys. So, Frankie, tell us, how did you learn about Sneaker Impact, and why are you such a big supporter of the brand? I heard about Mo back when when I was with the running store. I had a, a running store called So Runners way back when, and since then it became Go Run. And I'm not behind the cash register and fitting people for shoes anymore, but still affiliated. 
anyhow, back during that time, I did learn that there was this guy named Mo and he was actually related to one of our runners and he was in the upcycling world and recycling world and, and I should get to know him. Fast forward to a couple of years ago, finally he, he and I connect and he's got basically this incredible idea to really go in and, and do our best to chase the sort of running shoes that were ending at, at the landfills. And here we are a couple of years later with, with not just a brand, but an actual impact as, as the name says. And for me, being a Miamian that is so affected by the disregard for the environment, living so close to the water, living, living in a place with limited natural resources and whatnot, I think we, we have an obligation, or I should say I have an obligation at least to, to do my part. I think this is just one of those things that, that we could do. It's low-hanging fruit and most certainly something I not only identify with the cause, but I think from a symbolic standpoint, running or runners rather in general should definitely as well. It just closely aligns to what you do with running and, and the fact that you're outdoors and the fact that you're making your community better, maybe running for a cause, all that good stuff is very like what Mo and the rest of the Sneaker Impact team and yourself, Brian, have been doing for all these years. So it's a definitely, a, it's more than uh, than a business because it, it, that it is, it, it actually was a, it, it's a way to help while being, I can say this successful too in, in, in the industry, but more than anything else, everyone's winning around him as well. So that's, that's why I chose to, to be a part of it. Awesome. Yeah. It's been really fun the last couple of years working with the team here and you and having you uh, help us grow. And uh, we've been partnering up with so many stores and other organizations that are like-minded and meeting runners and just growing through Instagram and through events. Like yeah, isn't, it crazy, isn't it crazy, Brian? We started off struggling a bit to get stores to buy into the idea. And now here we are. What is it? That's true. It's 100 stores later, not more than yeah. that. I think most of the states in, in, in the U.S. and abroad, mm -hmm. for that matter, have started to connect with us. The shoes are just the boxes are coming in. To me, they're coming in and making not just me happy from a upcycling perspective and avoiding these shoes landing in the landfill too early. But it means that people are running. Mm -hmm. that's people true are, yeah. people are getting healthy and oh. that is uh that's what i that's my whole life right yeah i can define my whole life it's been that it's getting people to do something like running to make their life and their community better that's a good point as we see the running industry grow in the u.s after we had some health issues it's really come back and because it's so important it's everything and so we should see the recycling industry grow for shoes as well. And the sad thing is, recent statistics show only 13% of Americans are recycling their shoes. So 87% are going in the landfill, which is up to 400 million a year. So there's a real need for runners to be the leaders in that so that the rest of the public realizes that when you're moving or just cleaning out your garage, sometimes people have 20 pairs of shoes. We're at these expos. We've, we go to many marathon expos and people tell us about how many shoes they have at home and they aren't wearing 90% of them usually. And rather than them go in the ocean and the landfill, Sneaker Impact is a free solution through our boxes that the stores have, the locations. And then we also have our bags for the public, which you can get right. at the marathon. And then we go to events year round. So we're just really passionate about education here. Frankie's been our main advisor along with our founder, Mo. And uh, Frankie, I just have a couple more questions for you. Um, so people can come to your running clubs to donate the shoes as well, right? Yep, we've got eight, eight different run clubs in the Miami 
call it Miami Broward area, South Florida area. And some of those run clubs are basically close to where you live. At some point, somebody realized that there's a run club nearby. And if it's not ours, maybe there's one, sure. there's another one nearby. But we've got them in Brickell and South Beach and Weston, West Kendall, Gables, Homestead, Doral. So we're pretty much all over the place. Yeah. And you're welcome to come out and give it a shot. You can find us on Instagram. You can look up WeRunMiami.com and you got all the details there. But I think what's cool about bringing the shoes to your particular run club, or in this case, Brickle Run Club is one of the ones that collects the most, is that it forces you to come back to run club. And mm-hmm. and that's why I like it. It's like you, you, you're forced to bring it, bring the shoes in. And uh, we got a box similar to the one that Brian has there. And every, at the end of the month, I seal up that box and I take it over to Sneaker Impact and we keep going. Last year, I want to say we did a, a few hundred pairs uh, of shoes and I'm, I'm fairly confident that now after the marathon, we'll get another load. Mm-hmm. And yeah, listen, the, the best thing about your shoes is that your story can live on and be combined with someone else's story. I, I've been always fascinated with shoes since I was a kid. I think that's part of the reason why I opened up a running store and I was in the business for five or six years. It's just because I'm fascinated by what they mean to a person, what they have meant to me. I think I started running in a way because I had a new pair of shoes and you can now help someone at, at in one of our third world country partners that you too can change their life and for the better. And my case, it might not be a full on marathon they're going to go run. It might just be that's what they use to go to work. That's what they use to go to school. That's what they use to to, to go out even. Many countries aren't as privileged as ours in, in, in their access to even the brands, right? Like you can't just in, in one of the islands or one of the countries in Latin America, you can't just say, well, I'm going to go pick up last year's model or the newest model of whatever. Any uh, brand. Yeah. It's hard to get them overseas. You're right. Yeah. So we're getting some cool shoes and runners are really paying it forward as we should be. We're very lucky and fortunate in a sense to be able to do what we do and give back. I wish shoes were like, like in a way, like a conch shell, right? Like that you hold it to your ear and you're like, <laughs> yeah, in the ocean where it's been. And I think if you were able to do that with, with a pair of running shoes, you'd get some pretty interesting stories. So I, I encourage the runners that are donating their shoes to go ahead and send us a message, send a message to Brian, tag us on Instagram, what the shoes have meant to you. There's a lot of people that use them to qualify for Boston. There's others that, that use them in, in a race alongside a loved one. And, and it holds a lot of memories, but rather than just sit in the closet and glue comes off and they sit there in disrepair and eventually you toss them, why not make that joy or that memory uh, possible for someone else? in, in their mm-hmm. own right or in their own use of, 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 of the pair. Yep. That's true. And we can clean them and they're never too disgusting. So don't worry. We get that a lot. People don't even know, but we're going to start showing Frankie a lot of what goes on here. Yeah. I'm going to start interviewing the team here more, working nice. the floor and getting everyone to know, hear the stories of how these shoes yeah. are rehabilitated. So Frankie, right. what is your vision? This is like a big picture question. Since you've been involved in the running industry in Miami, since the last 20 some years, what's your vision for Miami for sneaker impact and for runners in general? Definitely your, your 13%, you know, uh, figure is, is alarming. Uh, that means that, uh, we've got a lot more work to do. So vision wise, I think we need to let people know that sneaker impact exists and an organization like sneaker impact might inspire others to, to do the same in maybe their industry and help out in, in what they might be related to or passionate about. 
And, and I think Sneaker Impact represents that, that kind of dream or that kind of model to follow. So one thing is to make sure that the running community knows. And it's not just the running community these days, right? Like I think people use running shoes for everything, right? There's people that use their running shoes to be a nurse, to be a paramedic, to work at the mechanics. Mm-hmm. I go to work in running shoes, but I'm looking around the office here where I'm at and a bunch of people wearing sneakers. It's become maybe 20 years ago, it would have been frowned upon, although maybe it was casual Fridays or whatnot, but for the most part, it was frowned upon mm-hmm. to be using sneakers for things. And now I think, heck, people even get married wearing uh, sneakers. So there's a lot of shoes for us to still collect, and that has to start with getting the word out. So that would be one of my visions. And then as far as the running community itself is concerned, apart from just sneaker impact stuff, uh, I just want to keep extending the idea of running and, and, and what it could do for your life and what it could be incorporated in, what it could serve as a basis for the, the, the foundation for kids sports, the foundation for your own longevity. I read a study yesterday and aerobic fitness is linked to longevity. Wow. Who would have ever thought, right? Yeah. Like we Apparently, we're, we're able to slow down the aging process uh, mm-hmm. a bit by, by running, by having aerobic conditioning, by, by walking, jogging, that kind of stuff. So my job for the next however many years I'm around this city, which is going to be hopefully for the rest of my life, is to get people off the couch and out exploring their neighborhoods and running through their parks and connecting with their community and bringing people along. So if you've picked up running, it's like watching a good movie. You you want to tell somebody like, hey, come over here. I got to tell you about this movie and be patient with it. It's not a love at first sight with running. Maybe some people do, but it takes a little while because your body's got to get used to it. So anyone out there thinking about running, give it time. Give it more than anything else, a fair shot. The expectations right off the bat aren't, this is so much fun. It's not going to be your first first few runs. But after that, when you start to do it with people that you care yeah. about and friends, you're going to find that it's it's something you're going to want to spread. That's what I was just thinking too, is it's very, it can be very social if you want it to be, or if you want it to be very personal, it can be very, or it can be both. Yep. Uh, running is, is very personal, just like everything in music, but it's something everyone should be doing really walking, running, getting your step count. We know that it makes you so much healthier. So thank you so much, Frankie, for inspiring the city. And I wanted to ask you a quick question as a, as a city's chief wellness officer, can you tell our audience a little bit about what you've been up to and how the city of Miami is taking fitness more seriously? Yeah, so I, I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and Mayor Francis Suarez appointed me to the role. Uh, full disclosure, I don't get paid by by the city. I, I took it on because I thought it was a passion of mine that are aligned with my passion. And at the same time, the mayor asked, and I want to support all things our leadership uh, of our leadership. But I, I report to him on a regular basis. In fact, this morning I was with him supporting his health and mayor, health, sorry mayor's health and fitness challenge. His, so he has his own weekly fitness that he does. We've had several talks that we've given. We're also trying to influence different wellness initiatives within the city, whether that's PD or within the administration office at City Hall. All those areas, it's so broad. Some people are like, how do you make an impact on, on, on such a, a big area? And I say, first off, we should start with the leadership and start with the, the people who are in the front lines of the actual city. And, and then from there, we start spreading the message to the rest of the community. So he has me doing a lot of, a lot of work with the parks and, and focusing on improving the park situation, which we all know can use a little TLC and some advocacy. So I've been doing that and staying on top of some of his initiatives. I, I also have still a role because of the run clubs 
to push city, city residents to come use what is a, a free asset, basically. And sometimes the mayor comes out and we push together and get people active and out free of politics and whatnot. This is wholeheartedly just, it just happens to be that the leadership that we elect is walking the walk when it comes to to health, fitness, exercise, eating, all that good stuff. So that's a little bit of what it involves. A lot of a lot of big goals, big dreams to, to, to implement in the city, but it is obviously a, a big city of, of several hundred thousand uh, residents. Awesome. It's so good to hear the leadership is excited about fitness in the community and improving the parks and the bike paths, because I know you've been a big bike advocate too with the Rickenbacker, everyone like You've been one of the biggest advocates for helping, along with others too, protecting runners and the citizens from even things like car thefts in the area, from people taking advantage of runners, from bike accidents, fatalities, hit and runs, drunk yeah, drivers. I, I, look, I, I think in general, I, I, I try to align myself with, and I, and I don't want to be self-serving. I, I, uh, as much as I enjoy biking now these days with my toddlers, uh, I don't do that same kind of biking as often as I'd like. Uh, but mm -hmm. it, it, and I encourage people, it's not only to take up your own interest, right? If tomorrow someone says to me, Hey, we need repairs to the, to the baseball fields. I, I don't play baseball on a regular basis. I'm still going to lend a hand. So it doesn't only have to be in line with your own self-interest. So I've always found that it's better to just get people out there moving. If it's not in line with what you enjoy, I, I love sure. paddleboarding. I love biking. I love running, but every so often I do what I can to make sure I'm helping the, the big picture and removing barriers, right? So if a, a park is not hospitable to someone or attractive and with an attractive entrance or the water fountains aren't cold or there's garbage on the floor or the bathrooms aren't working, all those things are obstacles and someone doesn't have a good experience exercising and using a, a, an outdoor asset such as, it's not a luxury, but an outdoor asset or an outdoor mm -hmm. amenity that we all uh, need then they're not going to go back and they're not going to create a healthy habit for themselves and their families. And, and that all eventually costs us all, right? We have less productivity in our community, less happiness in the community. A lot could be solved with a little exercise. That's true. And we can do that if we can do a lot of the other projects we're doing. We can certainly take care of our health and our city and the green spaces. So thank you, Frankie, again, for your advocacy. How can everyone follow you to stay connected with everything you're up to? They, I, I think I'm I know on Facebook you might have maxed out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a while ago. Um, Instagram. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm um, you know, Frankie Ruiz, F R A N K I E R U I Z on Instagram. Um, I've got TikTok, I've got it LinkedIn, I've got WhatsApp. The uh, this day and age, you can get a hold of me, and if it takes me a little while to get back to you, that's just my my slowness in in the queue but eventually I'll get back to you if you need something or you just want to follow. And hopefully I provide something that inspires you or gets you thinking about something differently or your passion ignited. That's uh, that's music to my ears. You can also use the, the NRC app, the Nike Run Club app, which is uh, a pretty cool thing where you can go on there and, and have an audio guided run. I'm not saying that my voice is the best, but at least Miami's represented on there. And I've got- You're on there. Okay, that's I guess, awesome. I got to yeah, check that out. Yeah, I've got several guided runs on there. So you can go on, on a run and be coached by me virtually through your headphones or your AirPods. And that's, oh, uh, I forgot to say that in the intro, but I'm sure as a very humble man, you I forgot to mention uh, that Frankie's the, you were named the coach of the year in the entire United States for high school cross country. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was through, I, I received what's called the Newton- award which is coach Newton was a famous coach and 
maybe a tenth of what he was, but I was given that that award or that trophy at the the national cross country championship. So that was cool to to be acknowledged. But at the end of the day, I didn't run the race. That's probably why they even looked our way. It's because the kids performed so well, and I just happened to be there to watch them. And, and they how did they do this year? So we finished fourth in the country, representing Miami in a place that doesn't have altitude, doesn't have hills, doesn't have a lot of running Mm -hmm. facilities. They proved to the rest of the country that there's some fast kids down here and we can compete with the best. So that was pretty neat to be a part of. And if I can do one thing in life for the rest of my life is besides being a husband and besides being a a family person and a father to my kids, it would be to coach forever. It's just not the most lucrative thing in the world. That's awesome. But it's your passion. And speaking of igniting passions as an environmental scientist and losing touch with it over the years, moving from Wisconsin down here where I was a forester and ecologist and worked in the wetlands, forests and prairies. And then I found I met you pretty much early on, started doing your races and did little bits here. I could at Fairchild, a little bit of volunteering, but really lost connection with the environmental movement down here, really got into the running movement. And then you helped me get back into the environmental movement now helping me find a role at Sneaker Impact, which I've grown into managing our retail running store, which has really taken off. And we're really excited for what 2024 has in store with some new partnerships and technologies. And guys, we're going to have, we have a Strava run club. You got to get on that. And we're going to have some really fun events soon. So Frankie, any last thoughts that you want to share before I let you go today? No, I'm actually going to celebrate you. I think the, the fact that you're a runner, the fact that you are basically connecting and, and setting relationships in, in motion with running stores is very authentic. I think that's something that, that Sneaker Impact is, and that's something that you are, which is just a, a real person doing real good. I'm happy to call you a, a teammate. And if the environmental world could give you a, an award, I think you're very deserving of it. You've also coached a lot of people. You've you've also inspired me, inspired others. And, and I think now your work at Sneaker Impact has been a lot of fun to watch because I think you've also had to go out of your comfort zone, right? You're an environmental scientist making making calls to store owners and emails to store owners and stuff. It shows your how, how versatile you are and much like a runner, like very resilient and just you can just train yourself to do anything. So I, I congratulate you. And not to mention your speed and your actual running abilities are not to be glazed over. It's uh, it's certainly a a let's call it uh, a category onto itself here, very limited uh, runners that can say they're at a, an elite level. And Brian is one of those here in, in the city of Miami. Congrats, oh, thank you, Brian. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Just remind our audience real quick, your famous motto for those that don't <laughs> So my motto is don't stop. It's it, the pose. There's an actual pose that goes to it is my hands are outstretched slightly. My chest is forward and I'm hopefully smiling. And that pose, whether you see it on Instagram, that's it right there. I can't go that far because I have a glass and a wall here, but it's, yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> so what that is, it's not me trying to get attention or posing. Even Jesus Christ, some folks have have, have accused me of doing it. It actually is the kind of pose you would see if a runner or the gesture, rather, a runner would make when they're crossing a finish line brake oh. tape. And, okay. And when they cross that brake tape, that chest, that tape hit, hits your chest. Your job's not over. You got to keep, that's it. You got to keep going to that next start line or that next finish mm-hmm. line. The minute you stop, the minute all that momentum that you had from either winning your race or running well or doing something hard kind of 
it comes to a point where it's so hard to get it going again. It's like riding a bike. I've got my son that now he's on a balance bike and he realizes that the faster he moves his legs and he puts them on and the bike goes, the longer he can be on the bike. And the same thing goes here. He's got, you got to stop and start and stop and start this very tiring versus just balancing yourself and moving on to that next goal in life or that next job or the next whatever it is race if that's what you're doing and that's where don't stop comes from uh, hashtag don't stop did it i think i want to use i want to say i used it over 10 years ago going through a tough time in my life and i realized that i couldn't just sit around and think about the problem or think about what i was going through and one of the best things you can do for overcoming things or even i'll, I'll use the example of, of looking for a job right like mm-hmm. hard to look for a job when you don't have a job Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and that's what, that that momentum that you have. And I'm not saying everybody now go look for a job because you have your own. But once you come to a stop and you're just like, all right, I don't have anything right now. It's hard to get going. So you got to get out there, go after things. Don't come to a, to a, a halt and sulk in, in your in your struggles. That's where that came from. Yeah. And momentum is so important in life. I've seen it in building brands and with several, and you've seen it with the races. It's if you took a year off or two, you're going to lose all that momentum. Same thing with your health, the same thing with business, the same thing with relationships. You got to always keep growing and keep going and don't ever stop. So I love the slogan, the, the motto, and it's come in handy here at Sneaker Impact that no matter when we think we all of a sudden have something exciting happening, it's just keep pushing because there's so much more to do. And we're the earth there's just a lot of need out there for education and con- or sustainability and just recycling and just also just mentoring and, and helping people live a better life. Some people think they don't even know what running is. So yeah, as an ambassador running, Frankie, thank you. And I really want to thank you again for your time today. We'll have you back on in the future. Frankie is one of the biggest supporters here at our Sneaker Impact family. And guys, come out to the Miami Marathon weekend, January 26th through 28th at the Miami Beach Convention Center for the Expo. And then the race is in downtown Miami. Look for Frankie. He'll be out there and come cheer on our runners. Yeah, they're cheering everybody on. Take care. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Frankie. Bye.